Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of What I Recently Learned, What I Recently Learned podcast. Um, in today's episode, I have the singular honor of Austin the Super Cool. I call him Super Cool. And the ever amazing pastor Kingsley Okonkwo is in the building. Uh, so I know I can't hear you guys, but just scream wherever you are and just say welcome, <laughs> Pastor Kingsley. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Afalabi. Good to be here. So, so, so honored to have you on the show again, sir. I know the very first time we tried to record this, you know, we had some like technical issues from my end, and I apologize for that. But we're here, we're here. Um, and I can't wait to just learn. I know you have such an amazing track record and experience in the area of relationships dating being married you know being single um so i'm just going to do a brief introduction i'm sure anyone listening already knows you but i'll just just do a quick intro so pastor kingsley is the lead pastor of david's christian center lagos he's a certified relationship coach and yes he's just an all-round amazing person i call him one of the coolest pastors you know, so relatable and so genuine and real. Um, so we're so honored to have you. In today's episode, we'll be talking about honest conversations about dating. And for the very first episode, we are focusing on men. And I, I can't even think of anyone better to address some of the questions that we have. Uh, so I'll just go straight into the question. The very first question I have is... Um, a couple of weeks ago, I had this, um, you know, this conversation, this chat on the app Clubhouse with a couple of ladies and some guys. And the, you know, the root of the conversation was about how Christian guys have no game. And that has been going on for a while. I've heard it, you know, in one or two places. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm trying to understand what they mean by that. So I don't know if, I'm sure some people must have, talked to you about it so i don't know what that really means <laughs> okay uh that's an interesting one uh, <laughs> i think what they mean is that maybe uh, there are not enough guys balancing their spirituality with mm. their humanity you know and um, we we have more of both extremes mm. there are guys that are too spiritual that they're not in touch at all with reality Wow. Then there are guys that are trying to be too in touch with this world that they've also lost touch with their spirituality. Hmm. But I think that um, God's best for us is Jesus. And Jesus was very in touch with reality and also never lost his spirituality. So yes, getting that balance is where the issue is. And um, they have a point kind of because um, we don't have so many of those guys out wow. there that have been able to get um, come to that balance. But there are guys out there at least I'm one of those guys. You are one of those guys, definitely. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you, know? you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe the guys are out there. So the ladies should be willing to do two things. Number one, willing to wait till they find those guys. And number two, willing to work with some raw materials and produce those kind of guys. Wow. You know, more of them. So those are the things that we need to do. Amazing. I'm so flattered right now. So if you're listening... Pastor Kingsley officially said I'm one of those guys. So um, I'm just feeling so all over the place right now. But that that perfectly makes sense. So I, I'm just thinking for someone who is listening right now, who 
is hearing that oh you need to balance your spirituality you need to be in touch with reality how how do you do that does that mean they need to read more books they need to go out some more because i know some guys who who just pray fast read the bible they don't go to watch a movie it's a scene for them or you know they just feel uncomfortable yeah. about social gatherings what what are the practical steps they can begin to take to ensure that there's that balance in their life yeah uh well um, i think there are too many there are so many things you can do so it's going to be difficult to, for me to tell you do this or do that i think everything should start with your interests what are your interests what are the things you are interested in you know be human um spirituality doesn't mean you are out of touch um so for someone who is listening to all of this now and thinking how do i balance it up how do i um be in touch with reality what are the practical steps i should take you know so i'm more in touch with reality because i know some christian guys who are you know very uncomfortable about going to the movies or attending some certain kind of social events what do they need to do what what are the practical steps okay um there, there are so many things you can do but i would like to say that uh everybody should start from their area of interest all right that's the best thing start from your area of interest what what do you like you know there's something inside you that maybe your upbringing or religion is trying to suppress yes sir. you know that is not necessarily a sin hmm. all right so look at it. are you a movie person are you a yes, music sir. person are you uh, do you like novels <coughs> excuse me do you like novels do you like uh, beach side you know, just be in touch with your humanity mm-hmm. as a spiritual person you should know when something crosses the line of spirituality yes, but most things that we are trying to avoid a lot of times do not cross any line um like you know most times on my instagram there are times i'm dancing or doing something yeah. and people uh <laughs> there are a few religious people that come on and try to you know define <laughs> spirituality and yes, i sir. ask them where's the chapter and verse you know, um, a podcast spiritual or carnal. Hmm. It depends on what you're doing with it. Is Instagram spiritual or carnal? It depends on what you're doing with it. You know, so um, there's really nothing like um, something being all bad or all good. It just depends on who you are, what you're doing with it. And when it comes to relationships and marriage, especially, God even specifically said in 1 Corinthians 7, he said, he that is single will only concern himself with the things of of God, how he will please the Lord. But he said, he that is married needs to concern himself about the things of this life, hmm. you know, how he will please his spouse. So you need to start knowing about flowers. You need to start knowing about how to be wow. romantic. You need to start knowing about, you know, how to be fun. Because when you get married, you, you can't read the Bible all day. You guys yes, can't yeah. pray together all day. So you must be able to laugh together, have fun, you know, crack jokes, things like that. So hmm. uh, start with your interests. Everybody has interests. Most times our religion makes us suppress it. It can be fashion, it can be music, it can be comedy, but you have interest. So start from there and continue to, you know, make progress. That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. So, you know, once in a while, if you're that guy listening right now, once in a while, go out and watch a movie. Ask a few friends to go watch a movie or watch a, you know, musical show or something. Just do something fun. You've heard it from PK. So I'm just going to go straight into my next question about classism. 
<laughs> and a lot of Christians avoid this subject because, you know, we are supposed to love our neighbors the way we love ourselves. You know, there's not, they try to suppress that ideology of class or, you know, seeing someone is in a certain way beyond my level or below my level in some way. So I'm hoping you can address that issue of classism. You know, some people feel like, um, as a lady, I cannot date a guy who earns less than I do, you know, and as a guy, you feel intimidated that, you know, a lady earns more than you. So you're feeling insecure and, and all of that. How, how, what would you say to that, sir? Uh, well, we can't run away from classes. It will always exist. Hmm. Um, but what we need to try to discuss is on what basis you know, is it on basis of values, real values, or is it just on basis of, you know, things that are, you know, really flimsy, things that are not really solid. So um, there are people that say, well, I can't marry someone because he's not a graduate. So what I tell people that, no, what you want is not a graduate. What you want is somebody intellectually yes, compatible with you, hmm. you know, because there are people that are graduates that you might not be able to have a good conversation with. So are we intellectually compatible? That's the mm. question. Now, some other people want that because they want to look good in front of other people. Mm. So that in itself is a problem. It's a self-esteem problem. Yes, you know, so there will always be classism. I don't think money should be a reason to marry or not marry someone. However, money patterns should be a reason to marry or not marry <laughs> someone. <laughs> All right. Can you, can you explain so, that, sir? <laughs> Yes, because uh, somebody can be broke today, but he has good financial patterns. When I got married, I was literally broke. In fact, I had no salary. I was wow. a young pastor. Uh, had no church was not paying me a salary, but I was a pastor. My wife just finished master her master's degree, then, so she didn't have a job. Also, you know, but um, but I was on my way. You see, there was measurable improvement. You could mm. say, "Oh, mm. I started this church so and so time, mm. and by this time, this is where we've got into." So if you look at that, you can say, okay, by the time I have a helper, yes, by the time I have a partner, the Bible said two are better than one. They have a good yes, reward sir. for their labor. Yes, you know, By the time I have a helper, it's clear that we'll take the thing to the next level. And that's exactly how it happened and what is happening today. So, but when you check the financial patterns, okay, this guy has been out of school for 10 years. What have you done for 10 years? Patterns mm. don't lie. Mm. All right, patterns don't lie. All right, so you might not have money today, but what are his attributes? What are his patterns? What is his character yeah. strength? Uh, what are his plans? You know, so those are the things to look out for. There are other people that might have money today, but their patterns will show that that money will not last. Wow. So banking on that kind of guy is a waste of time because after um, a while, he will still become broke mm. because of his, his carelessness or his patterns, financial yes, patterns. So yes, um, it's not really about what you do have. People should try and look at people beyond the surface. And this classism, it goes even to funny things as like height. They put that tell me, oh, <laughs> yeah. you should know a bit about that. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do, <laughs> sir. Yes, they put that tell me, you know, oh, they want this. I like this guy, but he's not the right height. Yes, and I, I just laugh. I'll be like, of what use is this height? It's mm. just an aesthetic thing. You just want to take pictures. You want to show people. It, 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 you know, human beings need to be able to separate their wants from their needs. Wow. Our lives will become better. Oh, we can separate. Oh, this is what I want, but this is really what I need. Yes, Before sir. the wedding, you focus so much on your wants. Inside mm. the wedding, you now focus on your needs. Mm. So many people are unhappy in marriage because they married based on their wants. But when they got into the marriage, they found out that their needs 
were more important than their wants. Wow. Their wants are more for pleasing outsiders. Their needs are what they would need to please themselves. Wow. You know, what to sustain the marriage. So I said, do you want a tall guy or a faithful guy? Hmm. Do you want a tall guy or a guy that is committed to you? Do you want a tall guy or a spiritual guy? You see, at the end of the day, by the time you compare, you know, the wants and needs, you will know which one is more important. So um, we must we must remove classism and focus on the real things that a relationship and marriage needs. And as simple as I thought it should be, but over the years, I can tell you that it's not simple. Many people actually need to be coached. And that's where people like us come in and other practitioners come yeah. in. People need what we call clarity sessions, where we sit down with them and say, what do you really need mm. versus what you want? You want. Because you are counseling people. You are, right. you know, putting people on classes and all that based on wants. By the end of the day, it's needs that will determine, you know, who we make it. Wow. Wow. That is so spot on. That is so, so spot on. That is so, so spot on. So it, it leads me to my next question. And this one is a just like a follow-up question to, you know, what you've just addressed. So in terms of finances, you know, in a relationship, I've heard people and gradually it's changing, but just like you said, people need clarity sessions. People need to learn what is really important and, and find out what's really important in terms of finances. Now, you know, I had a conversation with a couple of friends a, a few days ago and they were talking about how it's better for a guy to date a lady who most likely earns less than they do because mm. for the guy, it will be feeling uncomfortable. You know, for example, if the girl is used to a certain lifestyle and you as a guy, you are not, you know, comfortable with that lifestyle, or you've not been exposed to that lifestyle. And because you guys are now together, the lady starts to do certain things based on where she's coming from. For example, maybe you don't have a TV and she's used to watching mm-hmm. a flat screen TV and she buys you a 52 inch TV today. You know, some of them feel like, oh, the guy should, you know, be stern and reject gifts like that or better still date someone who earns less. So I don't know, how do we correct that mindset? Yes, uh, that has been a major problem over the years. And um, in fact, I even did a video recently about that. Many men have missed the kind of people they should marry because they are scared Hmm. of marrying a woman that is better financially placed. You know, so it's a common problem. Now, um, a few things that is worthy of note here is that men need to first know that what a really good woman wants is not just money. What a woman wants is security. Yes, sir. Okay, it's not just money. What a woman wants is security. But many men think that the only way I can be the head of the home, the only way I can lead is if I have more money. Yes, so sir. this is why you can you notice that even in homes where the guy is a multimillionaire, the marriages still fail. Oh, yes. Because that's not what it takes to keep a woman, you know, happy. But most men just bank on it. As long as I have money, I'm fine. No, big mistake. Especially for 21st century women that most of them work now. Most of them earn money. Most even earn more money than men. Yes, so you sir. can't use money. You can't use money. You have to be able to provide emotional security. Mm-hmm. Uh, financial security is not just about having money. You know, it's about uh, having a plan, having, you know, character traits that show that, oh, we're going to be better. Hmm. You know, we're not reckless with our finances. We have a plan. So things like that. So men need to be able to 
present themselves better. Most men just want to be lazy emotionally. They just want to have more money and they think that will make a woman love you. No, that is a cheap woman that you can marry just by money. A woman that is smart, a woman that is not materialistic, you can't impress her just because you have money. All right. So you, you need to step up emotionally. You need to step up mentally. You need to step up in other aspects of your life for her to, you know, love you. Then another mistake some men make also is that they go and look for materialistic women. You know, by the time it, by the time you are threatened, by the time you are threatened by a woman financially, that's telling you that you are marrying, you are dating the wrong person. Hmm. All right. If you find the right kind of person, they're able to appreciate where you are on the way to where you're going. You know, they're able to appreciate it. Like I said, when I got married, my wife came from a well-to-do family. Yes, in fact, the, the exact example you gave, she, she had always had DSTV in the house almost forever. <laughs> Me, I didn't even have TV. How much more DS? <laughs> was, was when I married her that I bought a TV into my house. I didn't have. Wow. You know, so things like that. Yes, but you see, I had to make sure I married a woman that believed in me, a woman that loved me. You know, in fact, there was a question her mom asked her because before I got married to her, she was in a relationship for five years. Yes. They were even engaged and all that. But God told her that's not the person. So they had broken the relationship, but the guy was still on the side trying to beg her to come back. Yes, sir. So um, then I was now in the picture. So her mom was now asking her that these two guys, if you guys, if you are poor, which one will it be okay to live with if you are poor? Oh, she said, without skipping a bit, she said, oh, definitely Kingsley is the one that can live with wow. no matter what. Wow. So that's what you need to look out for when you're getting mm. married. If we are poor, do we still love each other enough to enjoy our journey? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, money mustn't be what is keeping us happy. Mm. And that's where many homes face a crack because once there's a drop in the money, in the comfort, yes, you find that the marriage also has dropped. No. Yes, sir. In the early, first early years of our marriage, at times we didn't have food to eat. We didn't even have soap to bath. Oh, wow. We didn't have all this thing, but it... We never quarreled about it. It was never, never a discussion. I remember she was coming from a well-to-do home. Her dad mm. used to be a bank manager in those days, not even in today where <laughs> every, wow. every bank has many branches. Yes, sir. So he was like a prominent a big guy. But it was no issue. It was not even a discussion, no argument. You know, we're able to flow like that. So look out, look out for the right kind of person that is not materialistic, yes, you know, that understands. And you too, as a man, um, don't think you must go lower. Down yourself, no marry up. In fact, that was what I said in the video. That don't marry for where you are, marry for where you are going. Going, all right. Wow. Don't marry for where you are. Many men marry for where they are, and they now start complaining. You know, when they have now grown, when they have now grown, I, I, there are so many stories. I don't know if I'm taking too much time in this. But no, no, no. There are so many. <laughs> yeah, I've been in a meeting where a man stood up and said his wife is not exposed. His wife is not. I mean, he was just blasting his wife in a public meeting. You know, because he had now grown to become yes, a government official and all that. You know, so I'm sure he married her when he didn't think he was going to be anything. Yes, sir. So now he has become something. He has found out that, oh, she's no more fitting into hmm. his dreams and his lifestyle. Um, it's a common mistake men make. When you marry because you think, oh, uh, this person is the one I can oppress with my 10,000 naira a month. <laughs> I can still oppress her. <laughs> when the chips are down, when God starts increasing you, yes, you will not be seeing that there's a gap mentally. There's a gap. In exposure, there's a gap. Wow. So if, if anything, marry up, don't marry down. Yes, marry someone that will even challenge you yes, to be sir. better. You know, like I said, um, when I got married, I had OND. My wife had a master's degree. So, wow. I mean, 
Yeah, and we've not had the first quarrel, nothing. Because I'm almost I'm still intellectually compatible with her, oh, yes. in spite of the fact. Yeah, so it's not it's not um, about those things. But men men are usually afraid and they they go and marry down, marry someone they don't they know is not really who they wanted to marry. Mm-hmm. But because they are scared of a woman that has a car, scared of a woman that has a job, scared of a woman. Don't know that two should be better than one. Yes, when sir. you marry the right kind of person, that person and you coming together should improve your your both chances in life. Yes, sir. as a whole so don't say well i'm going to marry a poorer person because i'm poorly marry a poorer person no that's mm-hmm. not god's way and men need to you know change that mindset altogether look for the right women don't say oh, oh women if they don't have money they don't respect you no not all mm-hmm. women it's your choice of women that you you're choosing the wrong kind of woman when you choose the right kind of woman she would appreciate who you are where you are she will love you for you not yes, for what you have man this is mind-blowing right now mind-blowing 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 stuff wow 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 so i've heard you say when you're choosing when you're choosing when you're choosing when you're choosing and i know you have a book called can a lady ask it can it should they let you ladies propose i think that's the name of the book yes ladies propose so i'm asking you the same question right now sir should ladies actually propose to guys Oh yeah, um, this is an interesting one. I know um, modern modern <laughs> people don't want uh, you know they don't want to uh, they don't want any structures or constraints in life. But the truth is that yes, there are, there are always boundaries, mm. and the Bible says we should not uh, forsake the ancient landmarks. Yes, so um, the way I answered that question in that book, I asked four questions. I answered it like questions. So yes, I said number one, is it the scriptural order? for women to propose or make the, the first move. Is it the scriptural order? Well, through our scripture, yes, through our scripture, we see that it's men that leave and cleave. Hmm. It's men that make the first move. It's men that propose. So scripturally speaking, um, it's men that should propose, not women. Then I asked on that question that, is it the structural way? Is it the structural way? Then again, in the family, the men are usually the head. The reason why they're the head is because they are the leaders. All right. When a woman takes that lead, the structure is affected because when you are proposing to a man, you are, that means you are asking him to be your helper, mm. not he asking you to be his helper. Mm. So you are now the visionaire. You will keep having to lead that family, mm. you know. So it's not it's not a structural order, you know, for a, a a woman to be the one that takes the lead. Number three, the third question I asked, I said, is it the social order? Yes, Socially speaking, let's even leave scripture. Let's leave structure. Let's talk about socially. Yes, all right. Um, when 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 a woman, let's say we are, we're on the same street, or we are working in an office building, or we are in a church, yes, and Sister Jane uh, sees Brother John, and he goes to make the move. You know, invites him for a date, proposes to him, asks asks him out, and blah blah blah. And Mister John does not agree. So yes, what sir. is she going to do in one or two months? What is she going to do once she's going to see Brother Jonathan? She's going to propose again, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> so she's going to propose to Jonathan. That one also doesn't agree. Then she's going to look for brother Jerome. <laughs> so but at the end of the day, everybody will start knowing in church or in the office that, hey, that woman is going to attack you soon. Hmm. So once she says hi to a guy, <laughs> everybody will know him. that, hey, <laughs> yes, that is, yeah, he's after this guy. So it, it, it brings shame. It's not, it, it not the kind of place a woman needs to be. A woman is supposed to be valued and respected. So when she starts on that trend, how far is she going to go with this toasting men or chasing men? How far and how long is she going to go? Socially, 
All everybody knows it doesn't make any sense when a woman is a woman chasing men. They know the women know that. All right, it puts men even men, men, men are hunters, men like to chase. Yes, by the time you take that away from them, he's totally redundant. He doesn't mm-hmm. even know what to do with you because it's like it's like an antelope that comes to knock and in the in the door of the hunter, you know, in the morning, and you knock and the hunter opens the door, the antelope enters the house, enters the pot, and owns the gas. <laughs> you know, that hunter doesn't know what to do again. He has lost yeah. his whole hunting career. So, yes, <laughs> you know, so it's not it's not the social order. Then the last one I asked that is it a safe order? Is it even safe? Yeah. Because most times when a woman puts themselves out like that, they expose themselves and to so, be used. Wow. Yes, a, a guy will most likely take advantage of you sexually, yes, take advantage yes. of you financially, and take advantage of you emotionally. So it's not the right place to be. All right. So for me, those are my those are my questions I ask. I don't feel it's the best way. Now it doesn't mean a girl cannot say hi to a guy. Yes, sir. And leave it at that. It doesn't mean a girl cannot initiate a conversation, not initiate a relationship. A relationship, yes. Okay, you can initiate a conversation, not initiate a relationship. You must still allow the guy do the chasing. You must still allow the guy do the, you know, proposing and all that, all that. Yes, so sir. that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so spot on. That's so spot on, sir. Thank you so much. Um, I mean, this session has just been amazing. I'm not going to take any more of your time. Uh, but I want you to share, just as is our custom on the podcast show, um, I want you to share one thing you recently learned, sir, one thing you re- recently learned that you wish you learned in your early years or something. <sighs> okay. Um, for me, I would say um, maybe I would be more... Uh, I'll have better financial plans. For me, that's one of the things I would say. Um, I was very reckless in my early days financially, mm. you know. I very, and um, the 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 truth was that I'm I'm a person of faith. I actually, okay. I'm able to believe God for money, believe God for opportunities, and things like that. But you see, okay. the difference was that I wasn't just great at saving and planning. So. I could believe God for 10 million and I'll get it and I'll spend it and I'll believe God for that one again. Wow. You know, so I kept doing that, you know, until recently it started doing on me that, no, you can't always live like that. Even though you are yes, getting sir. all the things you want, yes, you need to have a better financial plan. So yes, if you ask me what I've learned in recent times, it's just to be able to balance, you know, um, what I want to do and what I should do. Mm-hmm. You know, both of them must be taken care of at the same time. You can't always put aside what you have to do for what you want to do. Yes, sir. You know, you can't live like that, no matter what, where you are starting, because there are a lot of young people that will hear this video. Yes, so sir. I'm just starting work, I'm earning 100K, I'm earning 50K. Look, no matter what it is you're earning, start to plan and save. Hmm. Because at the end of the day, when the big opportunities will come, it's those that have saved something. You know, I, I think life is life is basically about who is more patient and who has more yes, character. Sir. That's what life is about. Um, yes, Everybody's sir. giving opportunities, but the people that can kind of save or plan or conserve, yes, sir. you know, something. Are able to win the battle when uh, when those that have that have no self-control have finished their own. Just like the story of the 10 virgins. Oh, yes, sir. You know, some just finished their oil yes, and some had oil left. And you notice that those that didn't have were now asking those that had, had yes, for oil. Sir. So if that was business, you know, those that had oil could sell at 10 yes. times, 20 times, 30 yes. times the worth of that um, oil. So that's how life is. All of us are giving plain ground. Those that have more discipline, more patience, will always have something left. While those that are indisciplined have finished their own. Then the indisciplined will now start coming to buy from those that are disciplined. And the ones that are disciplined can fix any price 
that they want. It's happening to Nigeria as a country. That's what's happening with our oil. Yes, yes, it's happening yes. to Africa as a country. That's what's happening with our chocolate, you know, and other things like that. So it, even if like COVID that happened last year, it kind of leveled yes, a lot sir. of things. But I, yes, I told people that if they share all the money in the world, in a few years, those that are millionaires will become millionaires again. Oh, yes, sir. And those that are broke will be broke again. Very Because true. until they change their lifestyle, you know, nothing will change. Until they change their lifestyle, nothing will change. So, Jake, um, Jacob did it to Isaac. Yes, um, you know, uh, Delilah did it to Samson. Hmm. It's all about how much self-control do I have? How much patience can I, wow. you know, reduce? Instead of eating my full plate of food, can I keep half? I save some. See yes. later. The value by afternoon. Yes. Value by afternoon of that food will be more hmm. than when everybody has. Because somebody has eaten all his own and is hungry again. Yes, and I can sell that half plate. I can share that half plate you know, for a higher value. So that's what life is about. So the earlier you start to save, even if it's 1,000, you can save, mm-hmm. you can plan financially. Go ahead and start doing that because you will need it. Definitely, definitely you will need it. Wow, that is wisdom right there. Guys, you've heard it from the coolest PK. Uh, that is priceless wisdom. And PK, we just want to say thank you. We love you so much. I love you so much. And thank you so much for sharing <laughs> your time, thank you. of your thank knowledge, you. of your wisdom today on the podcast thank you so much thank you um and a happy so happy glad. birthday to uh, dasa me. as well my regards and love to her yes <laughs> thank <laughs> All right. you and thank pastor you so mildred as God well bless. yes sir have a good day okay. yep so that's it on our very first episode of the what i recently learned podcast special shout out to pastor kingsley for sharing such powerful wisdom um, in our next episode, we get to talk with some amazing ladies, having honest conversations about dating, but from their own perspective. So see you next month.